The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning and welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger. I'm Kelly Scanlon, owner of Thinking Bigger Business Media. And today we're going to talk about entrepreneurship in Kansas City. Over the last few years, the entrepreneurial community of Kansas City has caught the attention of the national media, investors, and even large corporations like Google. And all this attention has many people asking how that change occurred and whether or not it's meaningful. So here to talk to us today about those questions and what it takes to build an entrepreneurial city are three Kansas City business leaders, Joe Lieberman, Barnett Helsberg, and Maria Myers. Welcome to the show today. Okay, Joe, I'm going to start with you. You're a serial entrepreneur, and you've seen Kansas City's entrepreneurial community ebb and flow over what? Probably the better part of the last two decades. And your most current venture is a startup called Fan Addict. You've also gathered a group of partners and sponsors to host the first ever EKC Town Hall meeting next week on November the 20th, and we're going to talk about that at length, but what I want to know first is why do you think Kansas City is experiencing such a surge in entrepreneurial activity right now? Well, Kelly, one of the questions I have is why is that happening in Kansas City now? I have my own opinions, but that's one of the reasons we're bringing everybody together in this town hall setting leaders from many diverse um, organizations that are all around the entrepreneurial ecosystem. I think one thing is for sure that those of us that are in the center of it, whether we're supporting and or acting like entrepreneurs, all agree that something's happening. We really know that there's a significant amount of resources that weren't here before. Uh, there's a large degree of success that wasn't here before. The whole definition of what is a small business has changed from being an entrepreneur to startup and there's just so many things happening at the same time that it's impossible and perhaps that's great to get your arms around it mm -hmm. and you really do offer a pretty unique perspective because like i said you've been in the entrepreneurial community for close to 20 years now i think that's about right and so you've seen it from when you first had spider tell and some of your other ventures to now Fan Addict, where you're very immersed in this startup community. Um, I know that you don't have all the answers, and you probably asked 20 different people, and they'd all have different answers as to why this is happening. But personally, given the perspective you've had over the last 20 years or so, what do you think is the difference? Uh, well, um, I wish I could put my finger on it. I'd love to say that it's finally that the organizations got together to help entrepreneurs uh, have the resources they need and the community support to launch a new business. But I also know that the lifestyle ecosystem of Kansas City in particular took a good 15 years to mature. And that made it more of a fun place for people to live. The recession didn't hurt in the sense that people were out of business and looking for ways to generate new income. This is a, a model that 
has been repeated throughout history. Recessions mm-hmm. happen, people get out of work, they start new businesses. So to that degree, um, there's a lot of things, maybe a perfect storm that have happened, has happened over time. Um, as an entrepreneur in the 90s, though, I can tell you that the experience today is much different than it was 20 years ago. How so? Uh, there are uh, government programs that we'll talk about here in a few minutes. There are organizations that are just designed to make the experience not just successful, but starting with possible. Mm-hmm. It is really difficult to start a new business. And you need way more resources and luck than you could ever have imagined. Um, and I know the people around this table all get that. And um, when it's there, then magic starts to happen. And I think that's part of what's going on in Kansas City. Okay. Now, Maria, I'm going to turn to you. You're the director of the UMKC Innovation Center. And in your work running U.S. SourceLink and KC SourceLink, you literally help build entrepreneurial communities from the ground up. And so what elements, when we talk about building a strong entrepreneurial ecosystem in a city, what elements have to be present, and, and what have you seen work? Well, Kelly, we started um, Casey SourceLink here in Kansas City uh, 10 years ago now, and what we did was begin to network together the support organizations, the organizations that support the entrepreneur in the in the desire to build and grow these entrepreneurial startup and ongoing businesses. So we've watched the entrepreneurial ecosystem grow here over those 10 years. And things that we've learned is that there are really four different kinds of businesses out there that support that need support. They might be a technology business that needs a certain kind and level of support and funding, or it might be a second stage business, an owner who really wants to grow and take things forward, a Main Street business that has a place on uh, retail spot at retail storefront that they want to um, work with and you see them all over and then a micro enterprise somebody who wants to just work from home and every different group wants and needs different kinds of support and so you need to kind of look at all four of those to mm-hmm. decide what you need and what might be missing you know when we started Casey SourceLink in 2003 Angel groups did not exist in Kansas City. Right. And so uh, we did not have a good mechanism for funding, especially our technology businesses um, back then. So that's developed over time. And we've gone from the idea of just putting a little bit of money into small technology businesses through angel networking all the way up now to accelerators that are here. Mm-hmm. That, Numerous. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> many accelerators <laughs> who are here that people can um, – go to and get immersive help for for their businesses. So really you have to ask the entrepreneur what's missing. And that's how you determine what you need to add into the into your community. Okay, but, but some of the ones that are here, there's there's government agencies, there's private investors, you have corporations even getting in on the act. Like I said Google and and I I think that's actually a, a question I have for anybody here right now and that is Google came into Kansas City within the last couple of years and started uh, working within the residential and the business community. What kind of an impact do you think that that's had on this surge in entrepreneurialism in Kansas City? Do you think that's had a big impact? You know, I think building on what Joe said about the recession and um, people looking for, for new jobs, we had our first graduates of 
UMKC's um, Institute for Entrepreneurship and Innovation graduates with entrepreneurship degrees, you know, sort of all coming together at one time and then having the Google Fiber presence drop into Kansas City, it acted as a catalyst to bring people together around entrepreneurship and put a real focus on it. So this was already in progress and Google just accelerated the yes. schedule. Yeah. So Joe, you were going to say something. Well, I think it, it is a matter of timing that we're fortunate to have received it. But at the same time, I think Kansas City won the hearts of Google because we had so much of the infrastructure that they were looking to have in place so that they could have a successful venture. Mm -hmm. And it's a chicken and the egg scenario. Right, right. Little snowball takes off and now it's just starting to grow and everybody, thankfully nobody is saying we own it, but everybody has been playing a part of the success. The other thing that I think Google has done for us is put a significant amount of credibility Definitely. Um, in this um, ecosystem called Kansas City. You know, what part of the state are you in? It, it almost doesn't matter. We're not talking about regionalism now. We're talking about growing businesses. Right. And, and that's an important difference. Absolutely. And, Maria, obviously, U.S. SourceLink is a huge network. It encompasses many cities across the United States. And so when you look at Kansas City and you look at some of these other cities where SourceLink is operating, what do you see uh, in Kansas City, that is either better, where where we have an advantage, and where do you see where we maybe still have some room for improvement? We're watching entrepreneurship being oh accepted or or thought about globally now, yes. and so it's become sort of this movement, a global entrepreneurship movement, and so every city in America and probably every region in America is taking a good, hard, and serious look at how they can help grow their own businesses in their own communities. I think what Kansas City has that has made it what it is is it's a very accessible city and it's a very collaborative city. Mm -hmm. And so if I would like to speak with Barnett Helsberg, I can pick up the phone and call him and more than likely he'll say, yes, I'll meet with you. Right. And we're very collaborative as well. When when we pulled together the SourceLink network of entrepreneurial organizations, support organizations, you know, they work together um, very well. And our entrepreneurs are excited and invested in doing this. And I think people come together and say, what can we build together? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important for Kansas City. Now, Barnett Helsberg is our third guest today. He's the former chair of Helsberg Diamonds. He's the founder of the Helsberg Entrepreneurial Mentoring Program, fondly known here in Kansas City as HEMP. And that's an organization, I, I know he's going to tell, tell you a lot more about it, but it's an organization that pairs more seasoned entrepreneurs with other entrepreneurs who are trying to get their businesses to that next level. So you're, this is just one of the many organizations that Maria just mentioned that is active and is trying to grow Kansas City as an entrepreneurial city. So I'd like to know, how is Hemp doing that, and why is it important for there to be a mentoring component in order for a city to really grow as an entrepreneurial city? Well, we started 18 years ago, and we're still learning a great deal. Uh, why is it important? Well, we believe it's important because as entrepreneurs we can avoid some of the mistakes that uh, other entrepreneurs have made, and uh, we found a tremendous willingness on the part of mentors 
experienced people, like an example was Henry Block with uh, Danny O'Neill, who owns a roastery. Uh, Henry Block's the king of the tax preparation business. And uh, a tremendous willingness and enjoyment on the part of seasoned entrepreneurs in helping uh, other entrepreneurs less seasoned. In fact, most of them tell me it's like having a grandchild and you don't have to be there and change the diapers. You can just <laughs> just have the fun and uh, see them grow. What we've learned, and actually I just learned it in the last year or two, was how tremendously valuable this experience is for the mentors. It's actually been like something in their souls the other day we had a we've lasted so long that we're starting to lose some very strong mentors and we did have a funeral of a mentor and he said he was quoted that the last 15 years of his life were the most pleasurable after he retired from Avon products and other things and his funeral was four mentees speaking about how wonderful he was for them. And actually, we've uh, memorialized some of this uh, case histories in a book called Entrepreneurs Plus Mentors Equals Success, which uh, is uh, available on Amazon as a book. And it's either 99 cents or free, depending where you look on the Internet. <laughs> but uh, Get out your wallet. It's yeah. very available. <laughs> if you go to KansasCityStar.com, and click on the Kansas City store, you'll probably get it free. But it's been a great experience for many of us. And, of course, uh, we found a couple of key points. If you want to be the mentee, you have to be willing to put your worst foot forward, exactly the opposite of what your parents told you. The other side of that is you have to have an absolute guarantee of confidentiality. Obviously, right. or you wouldn't be willing to do that. And uh, our creed is that we define confidentiality to mean it's not shareable unless I have your permission to right. share it. And you tell me, well, you can talk to Joe about mm -hmm. this problem. But in 18 years, I have not heard a violation of that. So it's worked out. Yeah. And obviously, in the book that you just mentioned, Entrepreneurs Plus Mentors Equals Success, you have several of the mentoring stories and what they learned from it, and there's valuable lessons in that book. I've read it, and it is a, it is a great read. So anybody who is interested in how a mentoring relationship might work, you'd do well to go and find that book. And it's on Amazon, you said? Yes. Amazon.com. And also, if anyone has an interest in setting up a program, it's got a lot of the forms and hints about how to set it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you've captured that, and you are actually available, if I'm if I'm right. remembering this right, for anybody who's listening today that is interested in setting up a program. Not only does this book have a lot of information, but you'd be willing to talk to them personally about that, right? Absolutely. Okay, and the information for how to get uh, to you is on the Hemp website, or where would they find that? If they go to the HEMP website and just ask, I don't know if it's on there, it should be, just email HEMP, Christina Friedrichs, who runs it, uh, she'll give them the number. Okay. But that would be, I'd be anxious to do that. We were just in Little Rock 
Wednesday, they're interested in setting up a program, and Grand Rapids has set up a similar program. Okay, so HelsbergMentoring.org. My guests today are Barnett Helsberg, Maria Myers, and Joe Lieberman. We're talking about an upcoming event called EKC. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll be talking more about Kansas City's entrepreneurial community. EKC Explained. What is it? It's a -a one-of-a-kind event on November 20th where 24 of Kansas City's entrepreneurial leaders will enlighten you on what's happened to our entrepreneurial ecosystem in recent years, and they'll tell you how you can capitalize on it. Digital Sandbox. Kaufman Foundation, KC Startup Village, KC Next, Thinking Bigger Business Media, just some of the key community and strategic entrepreneurial leaders who will share valuable information and insights on how you can plug into this entrepreneurial tipping point in Kansas City. Want to know more? Register now at kcsourcelink.com forward slash G-E-W dash K-C. That's kcsourcelink.com forward slash G-E-W dash K-C. And join us Wednesday evening, November 20th from 530 until 8 at Union Station for this one-of-a-kind exciting event. You won't want to miss it. Welcome back. I'm Kelly Scanlon, host of Smart Companies Radio, and we're talking here with Maria Myers, Joe Lieberman, and Barnett Helsberg about entrepreneurship in Kansas City. Now, we mentioned at the beginning of this show that we have a big event coming up on November the 20th, EKC Town Hall Meeting, and Joe, you're the brainchild behind that. What inspired you to do that, and and how did you go about convincing the rest of the community that's gathered around you, rallied behind this idea uh, to get it going? Well, um, to be honest, I tried to give the event away a while back, but I wasn't successful at it. And it's one of these opportunities where we can tell a story that I don't think has been told enough or well enough. Uh, The ecosystem in Kansas City we all know is being Um, developed and matured, and it's happening without anybody really owning it. But there are a lot of people behind the scenes, like Barnett and Maria, who have done some really fantastic work. They've devoted enormous parts of their careers to putting this ecosystem in place. And uh, what I was seeing over the past few years is that there's a lot of people who are on the sidelines that are hearing about the success but really don't understand it. They're hearing that Kansas City is a great place to start a business, but they haven't participated in it. And I felt that there was a big void. As a result of asking this question of how close are we at to this tipping point of having all of the pieces in place for you know, um, natural business launching, I think people will get plugged in a little bit more that those that have been on the sidelines, once they understand that there really are a lot of um, not just organizations, but initiatives. Um, There's mentoring, there's capital, there's corporate and advisory services that are available. There's all these accelerators and the planning Mm -hmm. that's in place. Once we realize that that infrastructure already exists, I think we're ready for the tipping point. And that's one of the reasons why 
I so have we're not idea. quite at the tipping point, but not enough crucial mass yet in terms of participation, it sounds like. You keep talking about all these people on the sidelines, and a lot of the infrastructure is in place, but a lot of people still, a lot of entrepreneurs, or would-be entrepreneurs, still don't know about it. I think so. I also think there's a lot of people who have gone through the initial support maybe 20 years ago True. in yeah. helping. Uh, just one anecdote, and this may resonate with you, Kelly. When I started my business about 20 years ago and ended up successfully exiting from about four years ago, there were very few networking groups that I could join. One of them was the home business yes. connection, mm -hmm. and this was... A kind of a ragtag, micro-focused group of people that really wanted to launch their business but didn't have anywhere else to call home. And today, if I were starting a business, which I am, there are at least 20 different valuable networking groups that I could belong to, not just to pass my business card, but to establish really meaningful relationships. Right. Um, KC Next focuses on corporate to small business relationships. There's technology networking groups. There's a whole incubator that's focused around food servicing. There's a whole group of people that are focused on getting um, kids educated around what's entrepreneurism as they exit high school. And what does this mean? This means that we're planting seeds that we're going to benefit from for a very long time. You, you bring up a good point, though. When you were talking about 20 years ago, you said you had the home business connection to turn to, and you might have had an SBDC, uh, very few resources, though, uh, frankly. And now they've just exploded, and that can almost be as uh, much of a, of a problem or a challenge, I guess, m as much of a challenge for an entrepreneur who is overwhelmed with all those choices, whereas before it's like, ah, I guess I'll join this one, but it really isn't hitting my sweet spot. And now there's so many. It's like, where do I spend my time? Am I, am I plugged into the right one? Yeah. And so, and that's partly what we're trying to do here is to um, give people a picture of the environment so that they don't feel like it's completely disorganized. Because when I look at it, I really don't see too much overlap. In fact, what I see are lots of organizations out there um, welcoming and being able to receive entrepreneurs and uh, growing businesses at whatever stage they're at. Um, and, and yes, there's a lot of work that an entrepreneur has to do to run their own business. Part of it is knowing what questions to ask and what resources to, to ask. Um, for in exchange. Mm -hmm. And I know SourceLink has, has a mechanism in place uh, via your website that you can help funnel some of the, if somebody goes out to your site, you can help funnel them to the appropriate organizations and you've got a calendar of events that can help them help decide what they should be spending their time on. One of the key roles that Casey SourceLink plays in the community is to provide a triage service mm, almost for, that's a good way to put it, yeah. for people who are starting or trying to grow a business. So people can call a hotline, actually, in Kansas City and say, here are the issues that I have with my business today. Which one of these more than 200 organizations support can support me in the need that I have today? Right. And we'll actually chat with them on the phone for a few minutes and get them going into the right direction. We also run um, on caseysourcelink.com a central calendar for mm -hmm. the um, community so they can see what's going on. And we have a tool called the Resource Navigator that's online as well. People can answer a few questions about their business and, and tell us what their need is, and hopefully they get pointed to the right organization as well. 
So for the people who would be attending the EKC event, how do they plug in? I mean, what what is the format? What can they expect when they attend? Give us all of the logistical information. Sure. So the event will be held at Kansas City's Union Station on November 20th from 5.30 to 8 o'clock. We're breaking it into two pieces. One is a town hall panel with a Q&A from the audience, and there'll be a short networking component to it following the town hall meeting. And the way it's going to work is we'll have representatives from all these various organizations, real-life people who will talk about their specific organization on stage or in the front row being asked questions about their view of EKC and what they've seen and how their particular organization plays a role in it. Then we'll open it up for Q&A to the audience, and um, hopefully by the time we're done, we will have woven this really exciting story. Okay, so it's going to tell the story of entrepreneurship in Kansas City, but it's also going to be a way for entrepreneurs to figure out who they do need to be talking to and and what events they should be attending, which the entrepreneurs I talk to, that is a, a, it's overwhelming. We have so many nowadays, and so I think it's going to be a great event, and if anybody wants to register, how do they do that? They go to kcsourcelink.com slash gew-kc. That's kcsourcelink.com slash G-E-W-K-C. Yeah, and this is also part of an international Global Entrepreneurship Week, GEW. I believe it's the fifth year for GEW, or sixth year? 2008. 2008, so fifth year. Mm-hmm. So it's the fifth year for GEW. This is one of the events in Kansas City that's a part of that. You can also go out to Casey Source Link to see some of the other events that are going to be going on during that week as well. Maria and uh, Barnett are going to be on the stage, on the panel for this event. So you'll be hearing more from them as well as a couple of other dozen organizations. I believe. Including Kelly Scanlon. Ah, well, I, yeah, I will be there somewhere. <laughs> it, it has been interesting to watch the... Uh, I mean, all of us have been involved in the entrepreneurial community in Kansas City for a couple of decades now, maybe more uh, in some cases, and it is amazing how it's changed. I remember sitting in a in a little diner in Brookside for a few years uh, with the care meetings. There was only about five of us who would attend, and it just boggles your mind now to think that that was one of the key meetings about entrepreneurship that was occurring, and only about five people showed up every month, so... So it has come a long way. Make sure you come out to the event on November the 20th to find out more about it. And even more importantly, how we can see or how we can make Kansas City grow. Because you've both or you've all three talked about the people on the sidelines. Because for the as many people who have engaged and who have taken advantage of the resources, there are as many or more who have not. And so if we can get that message out to them and if they can plug into hemp, if they can plug into source link or wherever it is uh, to find out more about how to make their businesses grow. Who knows where Kansas City will be 5, 10, 20 years from now. Thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate it and looking forward to the November 20th EKC event. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, you can go out to ithinkbigger.com. There are resources and articles out there for you to learn from. You can also follow us on Twitter at ithinkbigger. And you can like our Facebook page at Thinking Bigger Business Media. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.